0: You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the You Screening podcast. I'm your host, Ruscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. <laughs> Hello. And uh, this week, so I had actually thought, uh, going into, like, our last show leading up to this and all that, yeah. I had thought that we would not have another show pre-Oscars. Before the Oscars, yeah. But turns out that we're doing another show pre-Oscars. Yeah. Um, and uh you know there there hasn't really been anything uh hot that we would talk about mm-hmm. necessarily other than the, other than the oscars except Wait. for uh mortal Kombat, right uh which just came out that you know that's like <laughs> a big whatever yeah that's a big thing so we were just talking about this before we got on the air right and uh the way the h b o max releases work yeah um because you know i assume everyone who's got hbo max and cares at all about anything that (laughs) has been released two different things there uh, already knows this or has found out because of some other thing but basically what they do is they release all the movies on the date right so it's friday today the earliest that they can uh such that it will be midnight everywhere so it's okay. So it's midnight Pacific time. It gets released, which means it's three a.m. Right. Eastern uh, time for us. Yeah. Um, but then they, you know, then they uh, put it live then. And uh, then anyone who can see it, it's midnight. Right. <laughs> it's at least midnight. That's really weird. So but... <laughs> uh, if you're on the East Coast yeah, you can uh, wait. and you really wanted to see it, <laughs> then you kind of get uh, jacked around because of the West Coast people. Here's, here's a <laughs> small. They don't. They don't. Uh, they don't You know, stagger it like like it comes out midnight where you are. This is a small digression, but it's
1: very it's very much with what you just said because it just made me think of it. So three a.m. movies, okay. Most people aren't going to go. Some somebody stayed up to see Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, you know, and and it was more than one person. I guess film festivals because you've gone to a lot of film festivals. They stop at a certain point, but films like Star Wars or whatever, you know, the Lord of the Rings. What's the latest you've gone to a movie? In your adult life,
0: because they have in my adult like, life. Because I remember, I remember uh, big things. Like I've have never like, gone to anything other than midnight. The Phantom I've gone Menace to a had shows that was like all all night. Right, like right.
1: there were midnight shows, there were two thirty shows. Right, I don't think they started a four o'clock show, but I mean, I'm thinking, what film would but I get there, up for? there?
0: There have been films. I know there have been films where they did the midnight release. You've done midnight stuff, yeah, okay. Which, uh, you know. Of course, the pandemic is going to change everything. But even before the pandemic, (laughs) those didn't really seem to be like as much of a thing anymore. There was like a window where they were like a big deal. Like it was Thursday midnight. I remember uh, when it was. I mean, it's technically Friday midnight, whatever. But they, you know, they had the midnight releases, and so now you're the first to see it because it's right after midnight. Right, and then. You know, that kind of, yeah, it did. It really kind of just trailed off and and there were special things. Like
1: I remember growing up and I've lived in a bunch of different places, but in, in Northern New England, anyway, you'd have the Rocky horror shows, you know, the midnight show of like pet cemetery. Halloween seems to have a lot of midnight shows for theaters. The summer of 89 and 90 was the only time it seemed like that was, it was like fetch and mean girls. Like they were trying to make it a thing. Batman was huge. You know, and then I remember there was, this is a bigger digression, but I remember there was a midnight release for Dick Tracy. Oh. And to show up at the midnight release, you bought a ticket, but your ticket was a t-shirt and the t-shirt was a Dick Tracy t-shirt. So if you had the shirt, you got in. If you didn't or you forgot (laughs) it, you didn't get in. I don't care what you spent. And I just remember everyone kind of being excited and having fun, not at Dick Tracy, but just at things. And then you just inevitably kept hearing people snoring because it was late. <laughs> right. You know, they had to work. They were just, you know, they were just not there. And then you would wake up and be like, I just spent like twelve fifty, 50 and I, I didn't even sleep well. Right. So, yeah. but I mean, just thinking of like a 3 a.m. thing, like I, you and I both are notoriously kind of night owls. If I was up and I'd be like, I want, well, hey, Mortal Kombat's on. Maybe <laughs> right. I'll watch that. Like maybe that's how I would have seen it. But...
0: It's just so weird that they would do it that Uh, way. Yeah, anyway. Um, So uh, actually, speaking of Mortal Kombat, there's kind of like uh, strange news and people were talking about it a lot yesterday, so might as well throw it out. But it is, I think, kind of funny. Um, And as I said, I'm not going to like review Mortal Kombat. Best picture. um, Because first of all, I kind of watched it rushed. And, you know, between 3 a.m. and now, there (laughs) there was only so much time. Yeah, right. Um, but, uh, but it is, it is weird, man. Weird it, good? It, it like is, dark it's, city weird? It's hard, hard to say. And, uh, you know, you, you've, you've got to be thinking the right things about it because okay. it's just pretty screwy, right? Okay. So, so who knows, uh, where that might go. Um, but yeah. it's all kind right. of like, uh, what it made me think of, right. Is if you think of all like the transformers movies. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean all of the you know fairly recent ones, the Michael Bay go back, whatever. Right, right. Uh, Some of them, first of all, it's hard to separate them in my mind, right? Yeah. Um, some of them are like okay, and uh, some of them are awful. But it's like when if you watch the Transformers movies and you watch a bunch of them that are really kind of like you're rolling your eyes all the time, right? And then there's one where you're like. All right, fine. That was... That was okay. <laughs> that was that was not part too. was okay. Yeah, right. It's... Uh- yeah. yeah. It, that's my that's okay. my initial hot take on Mortal Kombat. So, so
1: better than Kong right.
0: versus Godzilla, but not as good as the best Transformers <sighs> film you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know where to put it. Oh, um man. you know, the thing that uh, the thing that I think is weird is first of all, that's tricky. I still can't get over who cares about having a Mortal Kombat movie, right? Who decided to bring this I back? Mean, I think it's just so weird. I mean, I'm old, right? Yeah. And I mean, I remember like, you know, playing Mortal Kombat when yeah. I was like fifteen. At the 7-Eleven, right? right? Yeah. Right. Like yeah. at the quick stop. Whatever. And I'm like, now suddenly <laughs> everyone And so the so that yeah. leads to the news. The news is right. um the one uh star of the movie who plays uh hmm. Sub Zero Right. Uh, signed a contract to make five movies. That's so awesome. good for him. And uh and it's it's Especially weird because it's like five it's five movies, and I don't know. I've seen his contract. I've only seen what people have been reporting and right. what he said anyway and stuff. Uh and only so many of them are sequels. Uh only so many of them are guaranteed to be sequels anyway, right? right. It's like five movies, so many sequel like maybe Sub Zero gets his own movie. Like, sure. right. <laughs> like who like who knows? Or yeah. or someone else gets their own movie, and except that in. we do see Sub Zero pop in. Who knows? Um, but here's the thing too. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to full on spoil stuff, uh, yeah. a little bit, right? It. Do it. Uh, first of all, uh, so like I said, it's, uh, it's weird that it's around anyway, right? You're going to say like Sub-Zero. Because where, where or... is this, uh, right. coming from now that we need this? Yeah. But also there's a lot of characters in the movie yeah. that I'm like, I guess I haven't played this wrong or <laughs> whatever. Like it's, uh. Oh, there was because there's so many video games caves, and like the yeah. console and PC on and on and on and uh, God even knows it's like Mortal Kombat 11, 12 at this point. Right. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I haven't played it in like any version of it in Careful. you know like a million years, right? right? Okay, um, but. But uh, so there's all these, you know, you got to figure if you're on Mortal Kombat 11, Mm -hmm. probably there's some new people or whatever, right? right? Who knows? Right. Um, And for all I know, maybe there's twice as many people as ever show up in this movie. Maybe there's all kinds of people. (laughs) I have no (laughs) idea. Right. Right. Uh, But there's all these people in the movie that I'm like, I, like I, I want to think that they're like the red shirt. Right. right. Like, like that's just nobody so that we can kill. them. They're going to die. Yeah. Right. But then you're like, Oh no, wait they're <laughs> They're like around for a while. So who knows? Um, that makes the film. So doubly it's, confusing. it's weird. Like, right. Like, it, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. Like you and know then the property, uh, yeah. And they're, and they just talk about the person. Like you're supposed to know who they are. Right. They're yeah, just like, and that doesn't bode well for me. Either. I, I don't know. The whole, the I whole thing played is it forever. The whole thing is super weird. Yeah. Um, but I do kind of like... Wow. Uh, that <laughs> look here's, here's like a weird thing I'll say about it. Um, oh, but I was going to spoil the thing. I, like, I'm getting yeah. lost in my own Mortal Kombat nest. Um, But <laughs> a bunch of people die. So, like, I'm spoiling yeah. that, right? Yeah. Uh, so, how do you make, like, five more movies? Like, they're they all keep, dead. they keep coming they're, back. We just keep you know? making uh, new... I don't know. I, like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but there are... Uh, Big characters, right? Like yeah. not big good guys, I guess, or whatever. I don't even think there's, there's a good just, guy in the. They're all the, lethal
1: warriors. Like they're all,
0: like I don't no, think there's a there's, hero in there. Yeah, they're the good guy. It's the good guys versus the bad guys. Okay. I mean, come on. All right. it's, uh Sorry. It's the Earth realm yeah. versus oh, yeah, the right. whatever. You know. <laughs> and uh, now I remember. Raiden is the, yeah, the, god, the god of lightning of and whatever, yeah, and right. which I uh, which I always thought was weird because yeah. Not want to go on a huge Mortal Kombat tangent, right? But, um, but in the movie versions of things that happen and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He's actually just one of the dudes who runs the tournament, the, right? Right. But I mean, in the game, you play as him right. or whatever, and he, but, but like he doesn't. As like, long as he doesn't not... like fight, fight exactly sure, in like right. the movie, right? right? Because he's just God, right? He can he... <laughs> wipe this. This tournament's over, and yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, the bad guys are, like, uh, you know, giving him crap. Right. But but is he a god, or? <laughs> I don't know. As long oh. as it's not Christopher Lambert, again. I don't know. It's all weird. Uh, it was awesome when it was Christopher Lambert. No, you're not yes, one of these guys was. that thinks Christopher Lambert is, like, an awesome actor. <clears throat> I mean, I've never seen him really try to act, but I mean, okay, now that we're on the same I mean, page, there. Nobody in Mortal Kombat is ever. He sucks so bad. <laughs> no, like as if we'd only had somebody good in that Mortal Kombat hate, movie, then it Lambert. would have been a thing. Right? Hey, this is like a dredge from the eighties. I'm sure uh, he's living a very well life. Yeah, whatever. But um, anyway. Uh, so Mortal Kombat is out, and that's the whole story. How close it's are you, out right now? You've seen eighty,
1: seventy percent. Yeah, like I think I've think? got like
0: twenty, twenty-five minutes left of it. Okay, uh, because maybe it'll, I just couldn't get to that. Maybe it'll nail the, the <laughs> and, ending. And uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> no, it's funny because I'm right at a part where I'm like, oh, that's where I have to stop. Yeah, like <laughs> I thought.
1: I thought Mortal Kombat was interesting initially. It was popular, so that's why they made a film out of it. Sure, they did it with Street Fighter right. it was when they no did big that, deal. that. Yeah. I get it. They're all bad. There's no super. There's no. I mean, the versions that I played. Maybe there's like a Girl Scout in there now. <laughs> you know, that's doing some cookie killing. But whoever the protagonist was was whoever you chose when you put the quarter in, and
0: right. that
1: was it. And and that's, well, yeah, because there's no story, right? I mean, well, I mean, you know, I I get you know the Enter the Dragon is the whole thing behind it, it all says it like that, but. But I was always like, you know, you're whatever person you're going to be is the hero, technically, even though you're always the same bad guy for somebody else. I don't know. So, watching them try to make a movie and try to make a cohesive story out of it, I wouldn't say it's interesting,
0: but I'm curious. Yeah. That's that's more than that. Yeah. It's very, it's very strange. Anyway. Well, anyway. uh, So, the Oscars are coming up and. Barring lots of other stuff to talk about right. um, and all the drama of Oscars. all the next awards and Nomadland Land's going to win everything. Oh, but wait, it <laughs> might not win right. something. Yeah. Um, but you have now finally seen Promising Young Woman, I've heard. I did. I saw and, it. Uh, and not that we need to completely rehash that movie again, uh, but it clearly should win. you that was even though it's not
1: going for any for anybody that didn't catch our shows yet or you're new uh we do our top lists that was your number one film from the year yeah and even in our can't wins um that popped up once i think right like carrie no because you had carrie as possibly winning and she totally deserves Every award she can get because right. she is so hypnotically like awesome, right? But in, she has literally she has actually won one thing so. for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's not one of those things. But I just remember when you saw a promising young woman, and it was just like, well, that's you know, this is it because that's it. Yeah, and there you go.
0: So, um, so I want to give you a chance to uh, just share your thoughts yeah, I, on the movie real quick, and then what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a look back. At oh, uh, some the Oscar Olympics. winners and stuff, right? Oh, okay. And that uh, so the main reason is uh, one reason is uh, that there's you know there's nothing to watch right now yeah. except actually TV. A lot of TV. If you want to there's switch so over and, <laughs> and get uh, bamboozled oh, by all yeah. of the TV that's, that's out right that's now, that's the word. Yeah, uh, you can do that. But as far as movies wow. go, there's nothing. Th- things are not coming out. Right. a whole lot. Yeah. Um and I think today actually was that movie uh it was like Voyagers. Yeah. I think it's called. Yeah, I, I think that comes out today. Yep. Um but it is it, right now we are still in the area of yeah, nobody wants to Roll release anything, anything quite yep. uh unless they're like, I don't know, maybe. And uh, Godzilla it you know is still right rule the box office at like 11 million dollars <laughs> so it's <laughs> right yeah so, so that's it's, fine. uh so it's rough so yeah. here so what i thought since yeah. it's oscars yeah and since maybe we don't have a ton of stuff to cover uh we're gonna go back and look at a bunch of oscar years right right um okay specifically so cool. that we can say right uh, here are the horrible things that have won. Here are the no. things that no one will ever watch again that were nominated and oh, um, stuff like that. The, but also, uh, here are a bunch of movies to write down that you can probably find do. streaming that if you haven't uh, hit those yet. And uh, and we just get to kind of make fun of the Oscars a little bit for a while. Before, right. you know, it's like every year, everyone's like, oh, the best thing has to win, right? Right. And then, but every year you look, Back on the last couple of years and go, yeah, whatever. That didn't, yeah, <laughs> well, this is the Shakespeare and love problem
1: this is where everyone was in love with a film for one season. And then you look back and you're like, how the heck did and that then, beat out
0: everything else? And then, yeah. And, uh, things come back and there. Right. And then it's funny too, if you go back and look at it where you'll go like one year, you'll go, it's so stupid that they picked that. And then the next year you go, it's so stupid that they picked that. Right. And then the next year you go, see my view <laughs> right, is justified was, because right. they picked that they too. And I it, love yeah. it. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. wait a minute. How's it? How's it just uh, whenever it works for you? Anyway, <laughs> right. um, but promising young woman. So oh go, <clears throat> let's say. If I remember this right, you gave it a ten. Yeah. Uh,
1: I I see that. I see that. I was I was at like seven and a half. Um, and the problem with seven and a half is it undercuts how great Carrie Mulligan is. She's a ten. She's a ten throughout the whole thing. And. In some parts of the film, I was reminded of watching Rosamund Pike in I Care a Lot recently where I thought, it's interesting. I didn't love the way the film started, but it it was trying to do new things. It was pretty subversive, and she was great in it, but it got to a point in that story where it felt like they didn't know what to do to end it, or they just felt like they boxed themselves into a really dumb ending, and I didn't like that. I won't say that harshly is very similar for what I saw here. But the first part of this film, I'm at like a nine all the way through. And then it starts doing some small things that I didn't like, I didn't agree with, and I didn't think made sense for the character we were being shown. I, I, I want to watch it again, knowing now what I know, and just see if I'm right about certain things. But when... And we have other things to talk about. I guess what I'll say about the whole film is this the The range of subversion that it does is interesting to me. There are a lot of um i won't say victims. There are a lot of um antagonists that Cassie who Carrie Mulligan plays encounters and they're all like the the genius of the film is they're all nice guys in every other production they've ever been in <laughs> right you right. know so what you're seeing is she's taking revenge on something that happened to her and her closest friend her almost sister and she is trapped in a life of like survivor's guilt and rage and she doesn't know how to get out of either of those corners so what she does is she goes out and she pretends to be vulnerable to get guys to take advantage of her and then she takes care of them depending on how that plays out is depending on how she does it sometimes they I guess meet a very bad ending and sometimes they don't sometimes there's just a lesson a very frightening lesson for them the subversion and the genius of this is that, like you, you see some you see some guys that you've seen in every other production ever, and it's just kind of like going, like, oh my god, that's Ross from Friends. It's not David Schwimmer, but it would be like Ross is right. there, it, and it, Ross it is, is a predator. Of, it is a like, bunch of people from like the aughts, everything, or so, dude, or and, so and it's who like were it's so that guy, it's right? so yeah. genius to do that because you're like already imbued with an idea of like that's a nice guy. He's always nice guys, or he's the sidekick. Wait a minute, he's really creepy here and and predatory. I don't I don't like this. And you wind up rooting for her against them, which is extravagantly fun to do and right. and like I said, actually genius. There's a bunch of stuff that happens with Cassie that later just changes the film fundamentally for me, and maybe I would have had more fun like seeing it like with you. Like genuinely with somebody. I saw it alone. And I I wasn't thinking critically of it. I just knew that it was your favorite film and that everyone was pretty much wild about it. When Cassie becomes more of a prankster instead of a vigilante, I started losing interest in the film because I felt like it it was subverting itself. When it gets to the conclusion of the film, which I'm not going to ruin because I do think it's worth experiencing... I saw the hook coming, which doesn't mean anything. I've seen a lot of movies. I wasn't surprised by what had to get her there. But the inflection of certain scenes repetitively in a a sort of short amount of time just kind of kept pushing me away from the film that all I really wanted to do was give myself over to because Carrie Mulligan is aces. Everything she does is a fluidity of the best acting you can see from somebody's just eye motion. Like the way she looks at someone is vulnerable and predatory and sarcastic and normal and deranged. Right. And there's a there's a moment there where you see this ebb and flow and you you genuinely, I don't feel like I'm doing all the hard work. I genuinely feel like this is a person who's drowning and she's just looking for a lifeline. She's looking for something to keep her from going down the path that she's felt that she's had to go down. And maybe vengeance is the way to remove that from her. So she gives into it. I buy that. But when she starts playing pranks on the dean of a college and her her old roommate, sorority friend, college friend, like they're just, they're not strong enough to warrant the change in her behavior that is established in the beginning. And I felt like that weakened everything a lot. I hate the end.
0: I, I hate the end.
1: I think the end is absolutely... Well, there's two ends. I hate what happens and what Cassie makes happen. I don't I don't agree with that. I just think that someone was like, I don't know how to end this. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I just think they're like, so let's try this. Well, that, that works. I disagree. If I had been in a screening, I would have been like, absolutely change that ending. Go film it differently. The end end, I loathe. Because it's just like everything you start to see is suddenly like a ghost in the machine. Like, I don't love those kind of endings, and to me, despite loving so much of the film and loving everything that Carrie does, that part of the writing just felt sophomoric. Like, that's the best somebody in a sophomore advanced writing class could do, or the worst that someone in a junior college writing class could do. That ending needs to be workshopped and redone and redone and redone, for for the hilarity of it is just, like, stupid to me. And it really undercut the film. So I was like, well, that sucks. Every once in a while you see a film where the performance is so amazing. It carries so much more of the film despite all these little grievances. And again, I'm trying to wrap up quick. There's there's a bunch of side things like the Alison Bree scene, I loathe. The stuff with her mom. Jennifer Coolidge, I think, might be one of the worst actresses I've ever seen. You know. <laughs> the, the whole the whole attempt of her trying to shame the, her uh, daughter into these things, they Carrie Mulligan is carrying so much personality even in a damaged human being that it floats everything and the movie when it when it moves through all these things it goes through every genre like it's a revenge film there's actually there's actually a really interesting love story in the middle of this movie that is so effective there's there's all of these like kind of campy tropes that they subvert the, the um, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the easiest one to remember isn't the Paris Hilton song that they make fun of in the pharmacy when they're dancing and having this montage. That montage works 80% of the time. The worst part of it is the pharmacy part, actually. Right, right. But everything that's going on is, is amazing. There's, uh, there's a string version of Britney Spears' Toxic. And it and I'm not gonna imitate it because I, I have a sore throat, but it would sound horrible. But the the chorus, it sounds so scary, frightening when it's done in strings that I'm like, if I didn't know better, I'd think Britney Spears sampled this for her song later. It's that effective. Like there's so much stuff to love in this movie, man. And I I was there for it. It just it just got clumsy and weird. And if you have a if you have a, a tertiary character show up, to become a secondary character who has like the most damning piece of evidence they just happen to remember and put on you so you can get to the end of the film. That's a bad, that's a bad set of writing for me. You know, that, that part of that story could have been redone so smart and that all the people that were in real danger from Cassie as Nina were never in real danger when they needed to be, when it should have been that scary of a film. She didn't have to be a psychopath. She could really have just been someone who's had enough with everyone's BS and just been like, you know what? You didn't know how it felt. So, Dean, so-and-so, I'm going to make you feel what you should have felt. That scene was chilling until it was just like a, ah oh, shucks. Oh, it's, it's just a joke, don't worry. You know, that person who also hires someone to go in and either brutalize someone or murder someone and then just calls them off they're not the same character they're not they could have been she could have been wrestling with both sides of her humanity but it wasn't interested in telling me that it was interested in kind of doing something really smart and fun until it couldn't do it anymore and that's where i lost it uh so anyway, well
0: i still had a blast with it so, i still uh, think it's great not but- that we're gonna uh revisit this completely but you I have mean, to defend I, it because it's I, I your favorite c- film. I completely disagree. Yeah, I know uh, you're doing I think um uh, so I think that all a lot of the stuff that uh goes on. So first of all, I think different people that she's uh like handling. Yeah. Right. right. I, mean, I mean she not, yeah. she's going to handle different. And uh I you know, I think in what has happened to her mm-hmm. and what happened to her friend and everything, I mean you know, different people merit different amounts of, like, revenge. And I think also, like, one of the things you kind of forget about watching the movie as, like, a next thing happens, like, she's been doing this for a long time. A long time. And and basically, she just kind of has now further broken mm-hmm. by something else happening. And, you know, that's going to go different places. Plus, I think that... Yeah. um as much as this is a really straightforward story, I think it's also like an allegory story. It's not actually what about what it's about, right? It's not about her at all. It's about everyone who goes through this kind of stuff. It's yes. sort of like, um, yes. in a way, it's sort of like n- nobody, which uh, is freaky right. which, uh, that we just saw that. Right. But, um, you know, there's so much of... Uh, <clears throat> of watching nobody where it's like, really we're sort of talking about alcoholics or, you know, whatever, like, right. Like he's got the itch. There's uh there's the one part where it's like, oh, I'm going to fall off the wagon. It's just going to, it's no big deal. Yeah. It's not going to set into motion, the collapse of my life. Oh wait, it, <laughs> it turns out it that it does. Right. <laughs> right. And, oh, yeah, exactly. and uh, you know, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's like, other levels to nobody, which is weird because nobody is just some dumb thing where people beat each other up, except it's got like a lot of stuff going on. Right. And I think probably uh, I-, I will say this. I-, I don't think the ending to Promising Young Woman is like my favorite ending that ever happened in a movie no, or anything. No, right. I know, But I do feel like it uh, comes together fairly well. And I think in this in her story and especially if you think of her story just being like a placeholder right for mm-hmm. all these stories uh you know to not really get the justice that you want in the end is how that's supposed to work out and then she does yeah sort of sell this thing i will give you like to so when we first when she's first with allison Bree, right yeah. i loved that me too the fact that that Allison Brie goes, oh, by the way, I have a bunch of evidence, you know, that really could have gone better. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's nothing uh, there's nothing keeping it from being done better right. either. Right. Right. Um, right. Even if uh, even if she had to. <laughs> you know, just bring in somebody else, right? Like, e- even if she had to, you know, maybe she now felt motivated to go steal something from someone else that right. she thought they might have, not just, ah, I was just sitting on this the whole time. Right. Or something, <laughs> you know, if she had just done, you know, a couple more steps the to get this evidence or whatever, right? right? Yep. You know, that could have been better. But anyway, um, S- well even oh I'm sorry no go ahead well I, even the, the
1: the parts of the film that I enjoyed the most are stuff where it takes its time and it's not it's not a long feeling movie it's just almost 2 hours right you know it's like an hour and 50 minutes or so but the stuff that doesn't work it isn't even it isn't even self-aware that it's being impatient it just feels like i accidentally leaned on the remote and i'm watching it at twice the speed right, right? because it 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 takes such thoughtful care. The stuff, okay, okay, wait. I know we are going to talk about other stuff, but that scene with Alison Bree where she confronts her and they're having lunch, but it's not a confrontation. It's just a reunion. And Alison Bree's character has already been established from other characters as being in a certain position in her life. So she makes sense why she would get out. She even says something that is so perfect. She's like, I haven't been day drunken forever. And right, I'm like, right. that's believable and perfect. Carrie Mulligan is working off so many double entendres. Everything she says to her means something different because we know what we know about both the past and the present. And Alison Bree's character is just oblivious, partially because she's day drunk, but she's really just stupid anyway. She's right. just that character. When that conversation takes a different toll and she starts asking her again, like, what would you do if these things happened? And she's like, you know, basically the character chilling look that she gives her and she goes you're exactly the same you know and right. you're just like oh shit things about to go down the victimization she sets up for that person is so clear even though it's confusing and this isn't a, i'm not going to spoil a film because i do believe it's worth watching but when she gets allison Bree so drunk and then has somebody just waiting for her at the end of the bar a man to take her upstairs and presumably violate her the way that she's allowed other people to be violated. And then it's just like a prank. Okay, there's an elasticity there. But in the film, it feels like because we've had montages of dating and there's been a long stretch, Alison Bree just one day shows up at her porch and she's like, I've been calling you. Right. I, I found something that might make me... And I'm just like, I don't believe anything. Right. I don't believe any of it. And when those moments happen, that's the maybe... That's quite possibly the biggest moment that was distracting, but there are sprinkled in after that lunch meeting, many of those, uh, no, that's that's too many, several of those to me, and I'm just like, you You lost it. You had really caught lightning in a bottle, and you were working on so many creative and thoughtful and genius tropes, and kind of like scream in a way, like subverting them for a better story that could have been more solid and fundamentally trope building itself, you just didn't know how to hold on to it. Yeah. And, and that's hard because it was so clever, but it also receives criticism because you did so well, you
0: could have thought a little bit more and done better, I think. Yeah, I think. Um, I but it's think, still great. I, I mean, think the stuff where basically what we get is, um, you know, Allison Bree just uh, Kind of randomly saving the day. She's a, ghost and ha- in a machine, and having this stuff. She's yeah, the, yeah. It's uh, you know, that stuff is a little. Uh, we just, you know, it, it's too big we, to forget. We need, infrared, we needed like a few more just months. A, yeah, <laughs> just really. A bit. And anyway, what are you gonna do anyway? I, I,
1: I still thought I see, I see what you and, say. And she about
0: is her. like, she is. Uh, amazing in it, right? And one of the things yeah. I think, and. Everyone has their own acting, you know, theories and uh-huh. whatever. But, you know, when you're playing someone who is <clears throat> playing someone, yeah. that's hard to do That's really and hard. make it where I believe that it's that character playing someone and mm-hmm. not just like that. You kind of leap over and and, and play just the facade and yeah. don't come through as the Character the you're, playing, you're playing, p- trying to pull off the facade, <laughs> right? Like, that is hard to do, that's
1: incredibly hard.
0: And you know, I don't care who votes for whatever, I, I love Frances McDormand, she didn't do hard work in that movie. I'm no. sorry, she, yeah. you know, I work at Amazon is not something no one else can pull off, right? <laughs> right. I mean, it's like she doesn't, sure. I get and it. the <clears> only times. Yeah. In Nomadland, uh, to go off on the little Man, Oscar really rant, yeah. right? <laughs> this is great. Um, the only time she's doing stuff yeah. that is kind of serious character work, right? And yeah. not just, uh, I'm sitting in my van, and yeah. now it's great acting. Yep. Or I'm asleep, and it's cold outside, and someone at the store is talking to me, and now it's great acting, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the only times that she's ever doing stuff that I think is like really you know, you're earning your money is like when she's dealing with her family over the, over the money stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, all that. And, you know, is she good? Sure. She's good. She's she's a good actress. Right. Yeah. Did she do anything that I went, Oh my God. Now give her the Oscar right now. No, it's just, it's not that kind of movie. It's almost like uh, if you think that she should win best actress for that movie, like you don't get the movie. Yeah. like like now, all of a sudden, the movie's not as good, right? Because that's not what she's supposed right. to be doing. Anyway, I had, I, I had one question
1: about, you know, promising woman for you, and it's really quick. Why wasn't Alfred Molina credited anywhere? Did you hear any story about? Like, I, I mean, I I have he's no, not I he's not no outstanding. Idea. He's Alfred Molina. Like, he's great. He's great in almost everything he does. He shows up, and I'm like, oh, interesting. And they show the cast at the end. I I thought there might be. It's not exactly the kind of film that would have a secret thing at the end, but I didn't know. So I watched the entire credits and I'm waiting for them to, you know, I'm just looking at the cast in order of appearance. And I'm like, yeah, yep, yeah, wait, Alfred Molina's name isn't there. And then I rewatched the beginning where the title card comes in. Alfred Molina's name's not there. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. He's a, he's kind of an important character for the story. He's the lawyer, but nothing. So I was just like, I don't know. There are reasons why actors don't, Get billed for a bunch yeah, of I d- reasons. I don't know. But I just didn't know. I didn't know if there was like friendship with the director or no, I, Carrie. I, I like, don't know. I
0: didn't know if you knew. I was just curious. I don't know. But that was also kind of a cool scene because he is fun to watch. I He's mean, so just, just purely whether you love that scene or think it works or, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, I thought it wasn't terrible. It was a little. It was a little cheesy in it was totally the, in the cheesy. middle of what else was going on, but yeah. he was still like it, so fun. to that's watch. That's another example. It, right?
1: I love. It's a different scene than the Alison breathing. He's great in it. I just, I every time I see Alfred Molina, I just am like, I want to see more Alfred Molina. The guy's really fun to watch. That scene with her putting herself in what could be potentially very dangerous situation makes no sense to the character outside of what she's doing is very dangerous every night or any night she goes out. But I'm like, I'm watching him beg for mercy and his head is bigger than her torso. But You know,
0: the thing is I'm okay with that too, because, because like I said, you know, she's been doing this for a long time and she goes home. Like she doesn't know what's going to happen to her on any given night. Right. I mean, she is purposely like, uh, I mean, she's just rolling the dice every night, mm-hmm. and it's not like she's only picking McLovin, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right? No, I know. I mean, she's going right. home with you know guys who that scene th- who that could go very wrong. Right? That scene could have been
1: fixed so easily for me because as she pulls up to that house, if we and there's a very interesting style of filmography there. We don't usually talk about that because it's too haughty, toddy. But if it had just panned over a car where someone was watching her. Right. If right. I just had a hint that somebody was nearby for her, I would have believed everything. Well, somebody was nearby for but her. But you don't know that until after. And,
0: and I'm just that's watching. Okay. You no. don't have to know everything no. in the moment. That's, you, you that's know, not. That's you know not, after. That's There's not one of the reasons why I I mean, enjoy it. but Yeah, but you can't say, I, I don't like the fact that she went there because she's not safe because someone wasn't watching over her. And yet... That is actually true that there was someone watching over her and then go, well, but I didn't know it yet. But so I could, now I could it's say, not okay with well, me. I'm trying <laughs> to I mean, say she what I knew it. I know, but I'm trying to <laughs> say, well, she
1: knew how the end of the end of the film was going to happen. And I have big problems with that too.
0: She didn't know how the end of the end was going to happen. Oh, she just yeah. prepared no. for the end of the no. end, no. Okay, which actually makes a lot of sense for her to prepare for, for her it. Initially, you know? might not like that, uh, that it, how it worked out when she prepared for it, yeah, but. Didn't. That's all it. she did was prepare for things I hated and it. take her notes and whatever. Well she anyway. was pretty
1: unprepared for, you know uh, the almost end. Anyway, it's anyway. it's definitely worth seeing.
0: Anyway, okay, so uh now we're Oh yeah, you're awesome. We don't thing. have all that much time. Right. But Sorry. um so I wanted to, like I said, we're gonna like go through mm-hmm. Oscar winners and nominees right and we're gonna go uh, give people a bunch of movies to write down so get your pen and paper because uh, not that you can't just look up Oscar nominees yourself this feels like an email I feel like somebody Uh, should have emailed us this but uh, but you won't have us telling you whether or not they're good or whatever and uh, who knows what the average age of our listener is but uh, that's a good question all this does is make me feel old (laughs) (laughs) okay but uh, that's good so right, way way back in time oh, in God. Uh, is this like Orson Oh right? wow, that's 21 years ago. It's uh, it's way too long ago. Okay, uh, so the nominees in 2000 okay. uh, were Chocolat, uh Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Aaron Brockovich, Traffic, and Gladiator. Yeah, and uh, you know what was kind of funny. Is at the time that was an interesting thing. Yeah, uh, it was. that was an interesting set of movies and i also can't believe that aaron brockovich is that long ago which yeah uh, here's a tie in because that new show rebel just came out which is basically oh, yeah, which based uh, on aaron brockovich it's and also uh, katie Seagal yeah. as as not an aaron, aaron brockovich right like, <laughs> <laughs> right but uh, yeah. but the show even says like inspired by aaron right. brockovich so they've yep. got permission to say that That's interesting. i guess or whatever right um but it's actually not that bad a show. It's uh oh, yeah? it's a little it's a little over the top especially at the beginning cuz it's only like a couple episodes. Right, it's only um, new. Yeah. And Andy Garcia's in it and yep. uh, you know there's uh, the first couple of episodes have a lot of trying to establish stuff yeah, and right. get a lot of characters working because she's got two daughters and a son. And uh, and an ex husband and a this yeah. and that you know ex husband right. who's the father of her kids but now she's got like a new husband and mm-hmm. plus she works for Andy Garcia and she's got the case <laughs> and there's like a lot of stuff they're trying to right okay jam in so it's a little it's a little over the top at the beginning but it's it's not bad at yeah. all um anyway so uh uh Gladiator won yeah right and so uh, the question is um, should Gladiator have won? And uh, out of those choices, not out of anything else that you want to pick out of the air from a right, particular from year. And uh, so I will, I will say this, uh, just throwing stuff out Chocolat. about these nominations, Crouching right? Tiger. Chocolat was good, man. Yeah. I liked that movie yeah. a lot. I did not get anything out of Crouching Tiger like a right. lot of people did. For but 10 minutes, I did. Right. In the moment, right. right? That movie was, whoa, everyone right. thought, no oh, holy cow, it. that's so awesome. Yeah. And uh, and I didn't get anything out of it. I hated Aaron Brockovich. I know you did. Traffic um, was... And, and Traffic was like... I feel like Traffic was uh, almost like movie people trying to prank
1: audiences yeah, or something.
0: Prank. Like, that was... But that was the for it me thing. For me, man, that was one of the most... The Emperor Has No Clothes movie mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Uh, in a long while. I, and, not, and I didn't even hate it. I just didn't really like it that much. Everybody it thought like, it was robbed. Meh. It was yeah. like, it was all right. Yeah. But everyone was going nuts. They for assumed it, right? it was robbed. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, anything else to throw out on those? But if you haven't seen, no. you know, as we're going through these, I'm going to tell you, there's, right. uh, there are a lot of good movies. Yeah, right. right. Uh, okay. In 2001, <laughs> um, A Beautiful Mind won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the other nominees are Gosford Park in the Bedroom, The First Lord of the Rings, and uh, Moulin Rouge. And uh, of those oh, well, movies. Yeah. Of those movies, I think it's kind of funny. Um, because a Beautiful Mind's good, right? This was a year I think that you know, split people in crazy ways, yeah. right? This was a this was a this. huge split, and this is back before we had a jillion nominations, right. right? But this is still five, so but yeah. this was a good split because clearly a lot of people are gonna pick Gosford Park. Mm-hmm. Um because, I mean, just because. Because, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, if anyone hasn't seen it, they should. They should see it. Right. Uh, be, uh, I think it should have won. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Gosford Park was. I, I mean, awesome. it's it's uh, it's awesome, and it's Altman. Right. And, it, and it's, it's. I mean, so it's, Altman. It, I was just gonna say <laughs> right. that's the problem, though. If you don't
1: like or don't know David, you know Altman's work. That might be off-putting, but if
0: you do like it or you can appreciate it, man, right? What are you doing? Watch yeah. that. That that's a movie that uh, should yeah. get like a a renom. A, it, should, it should get <laughs> you know re-upped in attention. Yeah. Moulin Rouge is really good, and uh, yeah. uh, if you like musicals and all that stuff, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, if it, if, <laughs> if, the, if there's hot, any chance you're going to like right, Moulin Rouge, gonna then it. you're going to love Moulin yeah. Rouge, right? Um, and you know, I liked War, in the Bedroom Lord of the Rings, right? In the Bedroom is the one that, for me, right? Yeah. uh, I liked it pretty well, right? I didn't love it and go, oh, this is is the best thing ever, right? right? Like, this is clearly the best movie. Yeah, I liked it pretty well. But man, that is the movie on that list that nobody knows anymore. Nobody Nobody has any idea what that movie is. Um, But, uh, and A Beautiful Mind's good, but definitely uh, I would pick Gosford Park. Yeah, me too. um, Easily, especially now. Uh, plus, it's funny, like, do I remember what I would have said then and stuff? I mean, for Gosford Park, I do. Right? Sure, but, right. <laughs> I mean, we could review that <laughs> right like, now. But like every different year. Yeah. Um, all right, 2002. and uh, <laughs> I, I, I remember people confuse Gosford Park with Gorky Park, too. <laughs> Not Gorky Park 2, the sequel, but Gorky Park also. Right. Sorry. Okay, go. Okay. Uh, 2002, Chicago. Which yeah, one? Oh no, yeah, right. Uh, Gangs in New York, which you love, you love the hours, the yeah. second Lord of the Rings, yeah. and the pianist, right. and yeah. uh, I
1: remember this year too.
0: Uh, and so now, Gangs in New York, right? Yeah, uh, we famously disagree on that. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. But it's not, you, you know, it's not like a zero movie. No, I, know. I just didn't like it. Yeah, right? right. I, I don't, I don't like the movie. I didn't think it was, you know, yeah, the I next know. greatest the thing all, or whatever. Yeah, um, but it wasn't like horrible, and I hated it. No, I know everyone I know. sucked in no, it I know. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah right. know whatever. Somebody paid somebody you it know. uh it you know it just didn't do it for me. The hours was like okay, the hours for me was a little bit like um the Mona Lisa, right, like yeah. everyone was saying it was a great movie right. before anyone had seen it, right. <laughs> Like you're, you're, was,
1: you're kinder to the hours than I am. I don't hate it, but I'm I hate the love like, that it like, got.
0: Oh, I hate the love that it got That was really I, I, weird. I liked it okay. I it didn't think okay. it was a terrible movie, but no, that's as good just, as it is. It's okay. It didn't yeah. need to be nominated. Right. And then uh the second Lord of the Rings, which you know, for me, and this is a weird long time ago thing, I really kind of like the second one the best. The second one is the best. That's why <laughs> you're that's why you're right. The
1: first one when it came out, it was very, it was very amazing, and everyone's like Well, we'll just hold off because if he can keep this up, obviously he's got it on the third one. Well, right. But the problem is the second one is better than the first one, and it's better than the third one, and it's not as pretentious. It's actually driven. It's more important than any of them, right? And it should have got it. Yeah. And Chicago, in my opinion, Chicago's honestly Chicago won because Moulin Rouge lost.
0: Moulin, maybe, Rouge, maybe,
1: Moulin yeah. Rouge lost and, and it rejuvenated this kind of glee is on the horizon singing Baz Luhrmann like we love Broadway. And when Chicago came out, I went, oh, this is their do over. Right, and, and that's right. when it won. And it was an apology for Moulin Rouge too. And that's not to say Chicago's bad. It, it, it is wasn't it wasn't as good is actually bad. It, well <laughs> it's not great but i agree with you 100% lord of the rings the second one should have been the one
0: right and uh so and then the pianist which mm. is a really good movie um, it is
1: it's just hard for me to watch
0: uh, I'm i am so bored i still don't love that movie yeah, like it is good clearly though. this is the best of the year yeah. um but i would say uh that so in this list i would Pick Lord of the Rings, Gangs of New York, uh, to win. It's still, right, it's still gangs. And me, uh, and the pianist would be next it, out of out of these options. Oh, uh, for me, for me. yeah. Um, and the hours, and then Chicago actually is the worst. It's <laughs> last, yeah. and I don't even like Gigs of New York. But it's See, it would have been it would have been that.
1: gangs for me, and then Lord of the Rings, and then probably the pianist. But
0: uh, okay, all right, two thousand three, and you know, just to run through some. It's fine. History, this is fun. Right. This is great. Uh, this is because <laughs> this is quick, easy too. And uh, we can't do this for too long, so we might actually continue this uh, Ooh, next week or something like that. But okay, two thousand three, yeah, uh, the third Lord of the Rings, where it right. actually won, right. and then uh, Lost in Translation, Master and Commander, Mystic River, and Sea Biscuit, and this mm-hmm. year two thousand three, I remember this. I really kind of like this year in a weird way, yeah, because uh, for me it just showcases if you look. You know, three or four years before, three or four years after, there's lots of good movies. There's, you know, bad movies. We're already saying there are garbage movies that won. There (laughs) are movies that I hated and everything. Yeah, I love every movie on this list. There's not a loser there. Uh, And it's so weird that you get these years, right, where Mm -hmm. you get some years where you're like, I don't really like anything except for the one that will obviously win. You know, who knows? Whatever it is, right? (laughs) But in this, uh, yeah. like every movie is really good. Yeah. Every movie in here is really good, and for me, I think Mystic River, as much as I really like it, would be like the least of this list, right? And because I really like Mystic River, great. I, mean, I like uh, Sea yeah, for me, still would be like next to last. Yeah, but I still thought it was good, and I almost wonder if Sea Biscuit had that like. I had no expectations and right. then it so was it, good. So awesome. it was better. Yeah. Right? So I, <laughs> I haven't like, seen Seabiscuit since. man, this
1: actually is right. uh, pretty solid. Really I haven't cool. seen it since then, but that would be last for me. Um, but I would still give this to Lost in Translation. Actually, maybe Master and Commander would be last for me. I didn't love the O'Brien stuff as much as everyone did. And I was kind of souring
0: on Russell Crowe then. yeah. It just a, I, just a bit. I really, really like Master it, and Commander. And if you bit, haven't seen it, yeah, uh, I'd have to rewatch yeah, that. that. That's one to go back to. If, yeah. That's, a, that's one like Moulin Rouge. If there's any chance that you'll like a yeah. period movie about sure. being on a ship, <laughs> you're probably really gonna like this movie. I, I imagine uh, somebody out really there good. in the audience
1: is like, ooh, period movie. Right on a ship. <laughs> Writing that down right now, because right, that's their exactly.
0: that's their jam. That's my exact <laughs> wheelhouse right there. Somebody's is, out there. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but uh, okay. I would pick Lost in Translation, and uh, yeah, and probably the then Lord of the Rings of these choices. But all of these are really good. Yeah. Um, okay. So 2004, uh, we've got. Um, man, I can't even read. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens. The at three Aviator. In the yeah, Finding Neverland, uh-huh. Ray, <laughs> Sideways, and Million Dollar Baby. Right, and apart from the fact that uh, for me, Finding Neverland is like a, really a pretty good. It's like yeah. a it's like yeah. a solidly up there, like pretty good. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I love Sideways. Me too. I, I'm me I'm too. actually surprised going back on this list uh, to be reminded that that even got nominated because yeah. it's such a it's easily it's such a just over there yeah, movie. Yeah, it's easily that overlooked, no, no but it was pay pay way to. better than anything that had happened. Yeah, um, yep. but I love that movie. Um, but you know, to go from two thousand three to two thousand four, um, that's uh, and I hated Million Dollar Baby. I, I was just, so yeah. bored. Yeah, and and it wasn't really. I, I feel like Million Dollar Baby was uh, almost like. One of those movies that comes out where it's like, this is so cool that if you think you don't like it, then I'm going to look down my nose on you and say you're too stupid to to like it or whatever. It was just so odd and, you know, weirdly boring. The aviator, I thought, was really stupid, too. The aviator, I almost thought, might damage careers. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because it was such a goofy thing. It just felt pretentious. And there was no need for it, right? Yeah. And it's the kind of thing, It it's weird that it's nominated, right? <laughs> Damn. Because crazy? I feel like it. I feel like it is. Yeah. If that had been a movie that more people saw, yeah. it might have been. It may be. Except that. Nobody saw it. Except that nobody, nobody saw it. N- nobody
1: looked good, yeah.
0: Anyway, um, so that one's horrible. Finding Neverland's okay. It's Ray already. was, you know. Ray's fine. Ray, really, Ray's, pretty good. Yeah, Ray's but, a film. I don't know. That's another awesome. One. Do I feel like I could have found some other things to nominate that year? That's a
1: typical Oscar film that people should drag it, out and say. Sometimes the performance is way better than the film. Right. And right. when when you can impersonate Ray Charles like
0: Jamie Foxx does, and you
1: don't. Who gives a shit what the film is? Right. But give you, it. Give him the Oscar. Uh,
0: yeah, that's that's, what, that's all it is. Give him the nomination. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Sideways is the one that Mm -hmm. really might have flown under the radar for a lot of people because, you know... It was great. People aren't talking about it. Yeah, nobody remembers it. No one's going to remember it. It sucks. That's a forgotten film. It's great. It's really, really great. Uh, Okay. And then uh, 2005... Yeah. uh, Because everyone... (laughs) Because... We might as well look at this. Yeah, uh, two thousand five. Crash won. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. This is. I was gonna say it's it, the year of traffic or crash. It, it, and it was this is just two thousand three, with all those good right. movies. Right. And now boom, 2005. it's two thousand five. Um. Crash. So we got Crash, Brokeback Mountain, yep. Capote, Good Night, Good Luck, and Munich. Yeah. And this is okay. Brokeback <laughs> Mountain, right? People remember, oh, yeah. Whether sure. people remember because they loved it, the or joke not, or whatever, or didn't yeah. see it. Sure, I mean it was. It's in the collective. It conscious. was everywhere. <laughs> you know, at this point, like Brookback Mountain, and people are going to know. Everybody walked around going, "I can't
1: walk. quit you, Mark."
0: Right, right. <laughs> you know, but right. Other than that, man, this is like the most forgettable year uh, that ever happened. And good night, good luck is good. Uh, I it liked is it anyway. Good. That is a, that is a good movie. Yeah. But even me liking it um and I I don't know. I like it almost enough to say yeah, you definitely should nominate that. But not quite. <laughs> right, like right. I feel like right. I could go find something else yeah. in that year, <laughs> right? That might push it out, but still that was really good. Yeah. Nobody has any idea what Munich is. <laughs> I've been wanting to rewatch I might, Munich. I might Actually, as well have made that up. No, come on. <laughs> no one and would inst- ever next know, me- right? Amsterdam. <laughs> That's right.
1: Like, you know, Calcutta. No, I've wanted to re-watch Munich for a while. There are two films. I want to re-watch Munich and I want to rewatch Valkyrie. And it's hard for me to uh, explain yeah, why, yeah. but I think, and it's not just because there's a German thing going, it's just, there's something about those I think I missed. I really yeah. think I will like them better. I just don't want to carve out seven hours to uh, do it. Right. Right. I don't because I don't remember thinking it was that great the first time. Uh,
0: and you know, Capote was actually good, right? Yeah. But and Hoffman, uh, and and uh, again, he was great. He was amazing. He was great in it, yeah. and the movie's good. But you know, the movie for me, and I have to because I'm sure that at the time I yeah. was at least to some extent a pretty well championing that movie, right? Because yeah, it's sure. good, and he's great in it. Right. And I'm sure I was out there going, Look, go see it Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But man, is it forgettable? Looking back at it. It It's it doesn't have that like next thing where I would ever go, Yeah, I need to watch that again. Mm -hmm. Like really that movie is just good enough. That I can like remember having liked it and I'm done. Right. (laughs) Right. And it's not the kind of film,
1: it's not like Brokeback, where if you bring up Brokeback Mountain to someone as a casual or even semi, you know, a little bit more casual, a little bit more seasoned, they might think that that one. They're
0: like, I, that was great. Everyone talked about it. It was everywhere. Nobody remembers Capote. Well, nobody. right. And nobody remembers Crash, and which crash. actually won. Yeah, I know. Which that's that's another one of those movies like we're always talking about. I want to see the numbers, right? I want to know what the percentage was, that's right? Year, there were a yeah. bunch of people voting for yeah. like Brokeback Mountain, a bunch sure. of people voting for Good it's Night split. Good Luck or split, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that is not a year where eighty seven percent of people said Crash. It must be yeah. crash. All right. Let, and no one's ever going to watch that again. No. <laughs> so no. there you go. No. All right. 2006. Uh, so yeah, 2006 and mm-hmm. uh we we'll probably have to like wrap up then since, you know, who knows. So 2006 <laughs> is another one, right? The, this is the year I was talking about cuz that's The Departed, okay. right? Okay. And right. everyone loves The Departed yep. uh way more than I do. Yep. <laughs> um but then also in that year there's Babel, which nobody oh, remembers God. happened, right? right? No. There's uh, Letters from Iwo Jima, which nobody remembers happened at all and will never watch again. Mm -hmm. Little Miss Sunshine, which if I showed it to you now, no one would ever believe it was nominated (laughs) Nominated for an Academy Academy Award. And it's good, and I like it. It's it's a good movie. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, but you couldn't show that movie to somebody right now, and right, it was who the, never was knew run. anything about right. it or whatever, and go, "Yep, that's that Oscar in. nominee yeah. right there." What? What was that year? One of five, and uh, the Queen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, and so there's like you just hate Scorsese. Films. There's like four movies. Yeah, that are <laughs> you just? I mean, you not know. counting the Departed, right? Right. There's four other movies where you might go, "Should the Departed have won?" I don't know. Do I have to vote for something <laughs> off of this list? I mean, <laughs> I mean okay, fine. The Departed one, Great. Let me out of this room. Uh, the Departed is, is fine. It's, um, yeah. I mean, if I had to rate it now, and I haven't seen it for a long time. I mean I, I, I don't know what I rated it then. But if I had to rate it now, I'd probably say like, you know, six and a half, seven, you know, whatever. But you hate those. I didn't, I didn't love yeah. The Departed, right? Yeah, I know. Um, and that's fine. But I wouldn't rate it one. No, right. right I know. You're but not that- at the same time, if I had to vote, <laughs> what am I going to do? Vote for <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine? If those are the nominees, <laughs> right? I, I almost want to make it my mission to like right. uh, revitalize the year 2006. <laughs> right. and say, no, there were other movies. <laughs> yeah, But that's the <laughs> year right there, right? Yeah. Because you're, you're going 2004. You're some person existing at the time, right? right. And you go... 2004 and you go million dollar baby you go oh the, uh, they suck right mm-hmm. and then the next year it's crashed you go the oscars suck and mm-hmm. they pick all garbage movies mm-hmm. and then it's the departed and you go the oscars rule because they <laughs> validate my experience of liking <laughs> movies right. or whatever right. now all of a sudden they're awesome yeah because everyone likes the departed and and the de- yeah. so the departed for me too is uh it's one of those movies, like uh, several of these years we've been talking about, where I'm like, you know, the movie's fine, but right. I don't, I don't get the hype. Like that right. movie is like, you know, people that's have tattoos, way, yeah, that's I mean, way that- overhyped. Well, <laughs> well, that's
1: the whole. This is why the Dropkick Murphys can tour. I, <laughs> I like the Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not knocking them. I, I think they're great, but off the coverage of one song they will tour for the rest of their lives right right. there's a weird new england thing going on here oh yeah you know and it's not just that it's popular in new england because the oscars aren't in new england but you know this is also around the time of red sox nation like there was something happening from new england that hit everywhere in the u.s and it was like, yeah, I'm. I wish I was a Boston guy. And, and it's
0: know? a, it's another one of those movies strange. too. Like you were just saying that, um, you know, I like people in the movie, yeah. a lot more than I like the, than movie, the movie, right? You I know. know. Like I know. there are, it's a
1: killer cast. There Everybody. are.
0: You can watch that movie and go, man, look Whoa. at him, yeah.
1: right? I mean, it's even just the side characters. Even just having Alec Baldwin in there for like four minutes, and I'm like, I want to watch a show with him. Like he's just ripping heads off left and right because he's so disgruntled. <laughs> and angry and just it, it's not just jack nicholson and it's not just you know leo and everybody else it's all the people around them everywhere right, right. like it's great so I'm
0: and like, it is, and it is definitely yeah. like it's really good like if you have never seen it oh yeah or even if it's <laughs> yeah. been a long time i mean you know compared to some of the things you might watch all i right. mean watch the departed it's definitely something that uh yeah. you should see which i would not say about any of the other nominees Crash. that year right <laughs> <laughs> i mean but seriously like babble and yeah, letters for me that was the weirdest year yeah. and uh, seriously i'm gonna go back and uh, this might have been th- one of that's the- gonna be my project that's for g- next week because i'm gonna tell you what should have actually <laughs> right. been nominated right. in 2006 I'd well it's no wonder they throw eventually down the gauntlet to myself eventually they
1: opened up you know instead of five which maybe two made people happy You know, because there's always the art house and the comedy or the the substance abuse recovery thing or the impersonation thing. Like maybe that's, maybe they got sick of hearing it. So they're like, fine, we'll have
0: 50. (laughs) Then will you shut up? (laughs) You pine for five now. Now we'll have 20. Anyway. anyway. Uh, All right. So that's, uh, this is fun. That's going to do it for this this week. This is great. Um, We might, uh, I don't know, run through a few more uh, years until we catch up or something. I I uh, think this is a blast. And I am seriously going to uh, take a look at 2006 (laughs) and see what exactly the hell happened there. See what else Uh, could have got in. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. It's like American Idol started and they didn't release any movies or something. Who knows? Um, Anyway. (laughs) 2006. Uh, Next week, uh, we'll do Mortal Kombat. And yeah. uh, potentially a couple of other things because uh, there, oh. there are some things like yeah. uh, the, something Voyagers. releases on Netflix
1: today too. Yeah, this right. Um, There's a weird. It's been quiet the last ten days, but now suddenly things are right. Again. So
0: by the time we get to next week, we'll at least have Mortal Kombat, yeah. and uh, we might have a couple more that we have to whip through because. Um, Man, what is that Netflix one? Now I'm going to blank on it and I, I don't really that. want to look it up instantly. But, uh, mm. I, you know, I want to say Allison Breeze in it now that we were talking about her. She's stowaway. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah um, right. Yeah. So there are some right. releases and we will uh, jump on those. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's it for now. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by are screening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to are screening.podbean.com or are screening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.